The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back, Buffalo Bills fans. It's Matt Warren, editor-in-chief of BuffaloRumblings.com and the host of Buffalo Rumblings Q&A on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. I wanted to remind you that you can always send in your questions for next week's episode at 716-508-0405. Voicemails always get priority on our show. You can text that number as well. Again, it's 716-508-0405. You can tweet us at Rumblings Q and A. That's with the word and spelled out in the middle. Email is Buffalo Rumblings at SBNation.com. All one word, Buffalo Rumblings. We've got some great questions for this week's episode. Um, I put out an all call earlier this week for... Um, roster questions. Um, I'm going to do my first 53-man roster projection in the second half of this episode. So I asked if anyone had questions regarding that Bill's 53-man roster construction. So we've got those to kick off the show here. Let's dive right into it with Carl Weathers at Thunder Carl. Can any undrafted free agents crack the 53-man roster? I do think there are one or two undrafted free agents that can crack the roster. It's interesting because Bill's general manager, Brandon Bean, said after the draft that when they were approaching guys to sign them as undrafted free agents, it makes it a lot more difficult because of the strength of the roster that Buffalo has constructed. When undrafted free agents have a choice of what team they can go to, you know, they're probably not going to go to the Bills for most Positions because they don't think that there's a path to the roster. Here are a couple guys I'm looking at. Uh, Jalen uh, Weidermeyer, and I might be saying that wrong because I don't know how to say it, but the tight end from, I think it's Texas A&M. Um, I think tight end is a position, especially when you look long-term, that the Buffalo Bills don't have anybody signed past 2022. So Dawson Knox, O.J. Howard, and Tommy Sweeney are all on one-year deals. Uh, Quinton Morris is signed for a couple of years, but um, was on the practice squad last year. Not really um, a long-term answer right now. So maybe Jalen uh, Weitermeyer can sneak onto the back end of the roster as um, a continuity piece going forward. Um, they had him in as 
for a top 30 visit before the draft, so they like him, obviously. The Bills have used those top 30 visits to really get to know players that they really like in the draft process, so we already know that they like him. And so I just think that he's the name that sticks out uh, on the list of undrafted free agents as a guy that the Bills could really um, could really be interested in keeping beyond just uh, training camp. Uh, the other position group I'll say that I'm looking at is the offensive line, where they have several undrafted fr- uh, free agents in uh, Will Ulmer, Tanner Owen, Dirk Cursiter, and Alec Anderson. All of those guys have you know options to make this roster. I don't know necessarily think that tackle is the best place for them, but an interior offensive lineman with Ike Butker coming back from his uh, Achilles injury, Roger Saffold on a one-year deal. Um, I just think that they have, you know, it's not like Greg Mance or Cody Ford is going to be able to, like, really keep anybody off the roster. So if you are one of those guys that can cross-train into, you know, the guard spot or even the center spot, like Ryan Bates did when he was a rookie, I think you can become incredibly valuable for the team. And I think those are guys that could could play their way onto the roster with some of that cross-training ability, with some of that, um, you know, being able to play multiple positions on the offensive line as, you know, your final offensive line depth piece. Um, So I think those are the two places that I would look um, if I'm looking to find an undrafted free agent that can make the 53-man roster. So that's a good question. Thanks for it. Over on Twitter, at RomelinksQ&A. Ryan Turnbull on Twitter. Do you see any surprise cuts? Well, I'm looking at my roster now, and I guess it depends on your definition of surprise cuts. When I look through some of the places where I think the Bills could um, shed some veterans, um, I go back to that tight end piece that I just talked about with the undrafted free agent, um, Jalen Weidermeyer. If he's on the team, that means Tommy Sweeney's not. And I don't know if you would consider that a surprise cut. He was one of the, you know, only two tight ends on the Bills roster last year. So a lot of people think that he's going to make the roster this year. Um, if, um, if you do think the Bills are going to keep three tight ends as opposed to two tight ends, like they did for a lot of the season last year, um, then maybe Reggie Gilliam, the fullback, is where they find that roster spot. So instead of having a fullback and two tight ends, they have three tight ends. So is Reggie Gilliam a surprise cut for you? He would be for me, but I, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the snap counts from last year, and he just played a ton of special team snaps too. So that's why it would be a surprise for me. But I don't think if... You know, you're an outside observer on a national level. You would look at the Bills cutting Reggie Gilliam as a, a surprise, or even Tommy Sweeney as a surprise. Another name that I think about is you know wide receiver and punt returner, and kick returner, returner are Marquez Stevenson. You know, if the Bills want to keep extra tight ends and extra wide receivers, is Marquez Stevenson going to make this roster? Um, you know, it probably is going to come down to him and Jake Kumaro at that wide receiver spot. And Kumaro plays so many special team snaps and can be a weapon in the passing game. Uh, whereas Stevenson, if he's not the returner, what what's his role going to be on this team? If, if Isaiah McKenzie's the primary returner, what's Marquez Stevenson's role on this team going to be? So um, I see him as another potential roster cut. But even any of those guys, 
um, I wouldn't consider surprise cut. Same thing with a guy like uh, Tyler Matakevich. If they go with a, a different group of six cheaper linebackers than Tyler Matakevich, you know, would it be surprise for him to get cut? No, uh, but you know, he's a guy that's a veteran. They love him on this team. They love him in the locker room. They love him on special teams. So, like, maybe that would be a surprise for some people. Cody Ford was specifically asked about um, by Twitter follower Carl Weathers um, as a potential surprise cut in a different question he posed to me. Um, even if he's cut, I don't think that would be a surprise cut. I do think he makes the final roster. Uh, here's another guy, though, on the offensive line that I would think about as a surprise cut, Ike Bucker. Um, if he starts the season on the pup list, or the, sorry, let me rephrase that. If he starts training camp on the pup list and then starts the season on the pup list, I think he's got a good shot of making the roster, you know, in general in, in 2022. That might not mean the 53-man roster right off the bat because he'd be on the pup list. But if he comes to camp and tries to compete for one of those 53-man roster spots, I don't know if he's going to be fully healthy enough to do that. And so um, maybe they cut him, and he started a bunch of games for the Bills over the last few years, so that might be a surprise cut for a lot of people. But if he's not healthy or if he's you know 80% um, because he's working his way back from that Achilles injury, you know he's, he's going to have a hard time making the team. Bucker started 10 games for them last year, seven games the year before. So, I mean, it, it's not the most surprising surprise cut I can suggest, but I think among all of the, what, six players that I mentioned, I think he's the name that would catch most people off guard. So, um, you know, Bucker, Cody Ford, Tommy Sweeney, Reggie Gilliam, Marquez Stevenson, and Tyler Medikevich are my list of you know mild surprise cuts. Guys that have been on the roster for years in some cases, um, played significant snaps in other cases. Um, I, I just think those guys are you know on the roster bubble. So, thanks for your questions over on Twitter at Rumblings Q and A. When we come back, I'll share my initial 53-man roster projection. Now that the Bills have announced all their undrafted free agent signings, and we've come through free agency and the 2022 NFL Draft. Don't go anywhere. Okay, there's a, a whole article coming over at buffalorumblings.com. If you want to read this, you can go through line by line and make sure in the comment section you share how wrong I am, how stupid I am about this 53-man roster projection, which is way too early. Uh, because of how early it is, I'm not really gonna belabor the point. I'm just going to you know, go through line by line, position by position, and explain to you, you know, kind of my thought process really quickly. At quarterback, the Bills have traditionally only kept two quarterbacks on their roster. That's gonna be Josh Allen and Case Keenum. Matt Barkley goes probably to the practice squad. At running back, it's five, James Cook, Taiwan Jones, Zach Moss, Devin Singletary, and Reggie Gilliam. Duke, Duke Johnson is gone, replaced by James Cook in the draft. Uh, Raheem Blackshear, the undrafted free agent, goes probably to the practice squad. Uh, at wide receiver, the Bills kept seven last year. Um, I have them keeping six this year with um, a change coming at the tight end position that we'll get to here in a second. Uh, but Jamison Crowder, uh, Gabe Davis, Stefan Diggs, Jake Kumaro. Isaiah McKenzie and Khalil Shakir, which means I'm cutting Isaiah Hodgins and Marquez Stevenson. Um, I think both of those guys, in fact, all four of the wide receivers I cut, including uh, Neil 
Pau and Malik Williams, the undrafted free agents. I think all four of those guys have a really good chance uh, to make the practice squad. At tight end, instead of going with two like they had last year, I have them going with three tight ends, O.J. Howard, Dawson Knox, and Jalen Weidermeyer, the undrafted free agent out of Texas A&M. He um, beats out Tommy Sweeney in my projection for the 53-man roster. It's just a feeling. Um, it's not really anything that I can like, you know, tie, tie a, you know, a bow on right now, but uh, that's just kind of where I'm leaning. At offensive tackle, um, the Bills keep four, Spencer Brown, Deion Dawkins, Tommy Doyle, and David Questenberry, uh, mainly because Questenberry can provide so much more on the inside. He can play guard. He can play tackle. Um, he's that multiple spot guy that they like to have in reserve. Um, so that's why I'm, I'm keeping him. On the interior of the offensive line, uh, Ryan Bates, Cody Ford makes the roster. Uh, Roger Saffold, Greg Mance, again, he's got the center guard. Uh, he can be your backup center um, if, and keep Ryan Bates at guard. And then Mitch Morse, who's your starting center. So that means Jacob Capra, Ike Butker, and then the two undrafted free agents, Derek Cursiter and Tanner Owen, are cut. Uh, Butker, I just I don't think he's going to be cut. I think he's going to start training camp on the pup list um and then you know they can keep him on that pup list for several weeks into the regular season um to allow him to get healthy enough to contribute to the team in case they do have an injury along the offensive line like they've had over the last few years uh so i think butker's just on the outside looking in for health reasons not necessarily for play reasons i don't think he's going to get back to his self if he ever does until you know, partway through the season. And so it just makes sense for him to start off of the initial 53-man roster, but on that pup list. So still in the building, just not necessarily on that 53-man roster. As far as numbers go for the offense, the only switch I made was adding a tight end and taking off a wide receiver. Moving to the defense, we have big changes coming on the defensive line. I only kept nine defensive linemen, whereas the Bills kept 11 defensive linemen last year. Um, so that's a big shift. At defensive tackle, um, I've got Daquan Jones, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, Tim Settle, just going straight chalk there. Eli Anku could have been signed at any point last season. Uh, he even probably thought about testing free agency uh, before signing a reserve future deal with the Bills, so I think they can keep him on the practice squad, just like Braden Bryant, um, and kind of keep them around or keep players of their caliber around uh, to call up at some point. At defensive end, uh, Boogie Basham, A.J. Epinesa, Shaq Lawson, Von Miller, Greg Rousseau. Um, you know, Shaq Lawson's probably your game day inactive on that, but instead of keeping 11 defensive linemen like I did last year, trying to, you know, fill holes and all this other stuff, I think with Von Miller there, at defensive end uh, with Greg Rousseau in his second year, with Boogie Basham in his second year, A.J. Epinesa in his third year, and then your backstop of Shaq Lawson. I don't think you necessarily need to keep that sixth extra defensive end because you know what you're getting out of those young players. And a defensive tackle, I don't think you need to keep a fifth defensive tackle um, just because you invested so heavily in those three free agents, Jones, Phillips, and Settle. So nine defensive linemen, which means I've got two roster spots to work with um, in comparison to last year's initial 53-man roster. At linebacker, I keep it at six. Uh, Terrell Bernard, Terrell Dodson, Tremaine Edmonds, Tyler Madikiewicz, 
Matt Milano and Andre Smith make the roster. Um, if you want to cut one, um, I would assume that it's going to be Andre Smith and not Tyler Madikiewicz, just because Smith didn't play any defensive snaps last year where Madikiewicz did. And so I think if you know push comes to shove, I think Madikiewicz could play on defense before Smith would, and so that's why I would keep him, uh, because he's also more valuable on special teams, even though he costs more money. At cornerback, here's where I'm going to use one of those extra spots from last year's initial 53-man roster. With Trey White coming back from injury, I don't want to put him on the pup list. I don't want, at least not to start the season, because that keeps him out for the first six weeks of the year. Um, If he's trending in that direction, hey, all power to you. Keep him out for those first six weeks. Then it's the bye in week seven. He comes back in week eight, fully healthy, and plays for the rest of the year. But if they want him to have a chance to come in and play a little bit before that week seven bye, they're going to need him on the 53-man roster. They could also do the short-term IR thing with him and put him on that initial 53-man roster, then put him on IR, but you're not really supposed to do that with injuries from the year before. So if he's not on that pup list, um, I don't know how they're going to be able to uh, to swing that. So Christian Benford, uh, Kair Elam, Dane Jackson, Taron Johnson, Saran Neal, Tredavious White all make my initial 53-man roster. Then I go to safety. It's this exact same list as last year. DeMar Hamlin, Micah Hyde, Jaquan Johnson, Jordan Poyer with Josh Thomas being cut and going to the practice squad. For specialists, um, Matt Ariza beats out Matt Hawk. And we go with Matt Ariza, Tyler Bass, and Reed Ferguson. Now, if you look back at last year's initial 53-man roster, Reed Ferguson wasn't on it. They cut Reed Ferguson in order to get Marquez Stevenson to injured reserve to start the year. And so I had to account for that extra specialist. So I did that, remember, by cutting two people from my defensive line. So instead of starting the season with 11 defensive linemen, I started it with nine, added a cornerback, and added long snapper back into my initial 53-man roster projection. So there you have it. Go over to buffalorumlinks.com. Make sure you go complain about my 53-man roster projection in the comments. Of course, injuries, um, potential free agent signings, lots of things can adjust that over the course of the next several weeks, several months, as we get closer towards the 2022 Buffalo Bills season. But that's my initial 53-man roster projection following free agency, the NFL draft, and undrafted free agency. Please send in your questions specifically about this if you want for next week's episode at 716-508-0405. You can tweet us at rumblingsqna. You can email us buffalorumblings at sbnation.com. Also, Facebook and Instagram messages to the official Buffalo Rumblings account will eventually make their way over to me. Uh, Thanks for listening and go Bills.